Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. (laughs) But now I'm a mom and that is my Sunday. And that's what you do when you love your family. And that's what you do when you want to provide. When it comes to the school to prison pipeline, there are a lot of states in the Midwest, um, Southern states, Texas, Georgia, Florida is the worst, where they have this three strike system. And this three, three strike system is basically your child from elementary, middle school, high school is on this uh, disciplinary track record, uh, which is yeah. basically a contract with the state where if they get expelled or uh, suspended this amount of times, then they're on a tr- three-stripe record. So by the time they get out of school, high school, and they're an adult, as long as they're over 18, now we can hold your behaviors in elementary, middle school, and high school against you as an adult and have you go directly into a prison system where prisons are making 30 grand off of you off of each prisoner in a cell. Yeah. yeah. And and you continue to eat bad in prison. I mean, the food doesn't get any better, right? It's I know people laugh about the prison food and things like that, but it's food is food is medicine. Food yes. is absolutely and medicine. So and whatever you put in your mouth. Yeah. And I think it's, that a lot Go ahead. There's something you want, is something you feel like you need. And even when it comes to prisons, we've seen um how a lot of prisoners have been treated during this pandemic. Their um their toilets in their cells are over flooded. They got poop water on the floor. Um they haven't been fed in four days. They haven't had any clean water where they sleep and where they have to be is not sanitary. And these prisons are getting at least 30 grand or more for each prisoner being in that cell. So it's not that they don't have the money because the prisons are overcrowded. They have the money, but they're funding other things. These big companies um, that you pay your insurance to, that you pay for your lights, these companies are funding these private prisons. So it's this whole wash your hand system. You wash mine, I'm gonna wash yours. I'm gonna make sure you have this. I'm gonna make sure you're elected in the next two years. I'm gonna make sure you have this. I'm gonna make sure this is your salary. I'm gonna make sure you're in this position. They're all working together. And we, the citizens are out here working long hours, being away from our kids, not being around our kids and they have all this outside influence. 
So we have to understand that how you discipline your kid at home is important. You're, it is, but, but I also think so. I think that the, I think what we, we, we have to do is have a, a greater understanding of value in our community, right? Like the prisoner, the people who own the prisons, they shouldn't value, they shouldn't see more value in us, meaning as commodity for them, than mm-hmm. we see the value in, in each other as being a part of contributors to the society. Because like contribution in the prison is contribution that's going upwards towards rich people where contribution in the community should be contribution contribution that's spread throughout the community so everybody gets the benefit and i think that for all of us we have to be able to we have to do a couple of things which is stop judging each other when it comes down to someone wanting to make a lifestyle change right you see Mm -hmm. somebody who's like oh i'm going vegan or i'm gonna go start eating um uh, being vegetarian or i'm not gonna eat as much meat like all these assumptions um, or the assertion that we make about each other. Oh, well, you think you better than me because you, th- no, I'm, I'm just trying to make make better decisions. I'm trying to try something differently, um, to mm-hmm. do something different. And I feel like some of the solutions in, 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 the, in the fact that we know that these prisons make a buku, I mean, fist over hand, hand over fist, they're, make, they're making so much money off of us. But we could be doing that. We can actually be taking the money back into our communities by doing some really like internal work, character work that judging each other is it really is a prime example. We went vegan like two years ago. Right. Two, three years ago. Me and Kevin and our the kids. Now, I'm not going to lie. The transition was we purged for like a good three months. Like we were purging everything. I, when I first saw I was like, are we sick? Like, <laughs> but it was, I mean, we were shedding everything. I mean, every, and so anyway, so around like everybody else, my family, I, you know, my friends, we would not, we would get pizza. If we got pizza, we make sure we didn't put cheese on the pizza. I mean, we went full vegan, no dairy, no meat, nothing. Um, we ate a lot of beans and uh, spinach and kale and uh, mush, uh, mushrooms, sweet potato. I mean, everything was full, ve- full vegan. Bruce so that was like for a the style for the tissue was up girl it was it was it was a lot I was like man I don't know if we have to go to hospital like we are per everybody was just in the bathroom all the time but but when we when everybody cleared up we like our everybody had a lot more we had a lot more a lot more energy I could think clearer um like your libido I mean everything girl you just feel like a person that's working properly yeah. And uh, amongst our friends and our families, when we would go and have maybe, you know, we'd go to a Mother's Day celebration or Fourth of July or what have you. And we try to bring something different. Nobody wanted to do it. They're like, ooh. Mm-mm. So we didn't have much of that support. But I think that we have to do a better job of doing the, the food education so that when someone is transitioning to a different lifestyle that is going, that's healthier for that, they feel that's healthier for them. We have to be willing to eat, to listen, not maybe try it right away, but we have to be willing to listen too, because the village is real. You, you do need a village in order for people to start changing mindsets, accepting different things. That's yeah. going to be a benefit versus the things that we've been used to because we've been addicted to these things for so long. Another thing is, it goes back to what I was talking about, was talking about earlier, which is um, religion. I feel like the behaviors and characteristics are are so, to me, morality. Right? Morality is so so is is akin to religion, and I feel like all whatever religious houses we have in our communities, it needs to be talking about food. It needs to be talking about sustainability. It needs to be talking about building. Um, who in the community are, uh, are wants to be an engineer? Who in the community wants to be a doctor? Who in the community community wants to be a healer? What roles are the people having in the community so we can support them? Who and wants to create their own school? Exactly. And what are we teaching at this school? Are we talking about food in the school? Are we talking about economics? Are we talking about agriculture? What are we talking about to continue to sustain this community? Another one is culture. I feel yeah. like, you know, right now. Food, uh, food is entertainment, right? Everybody on our social media feeds, or not so much now, but I remember when food was like, what well, people do. I think during the pandemic, I was seeing all kinds of food. Like, where are you going? Where are everybody at? I thought we was in the house. How you got all them crabbling <laughs> in your feed? You know. But anyway, so I, I that that's something that we have to. I saw this one clip of this. Um, this was like when black when veganism was like kind of be, like becoming a big thing. For whatever people say about the about the Obamas, one thing I do know is that Michelle Obama helped to spearhead the way that we were talking about food in the black community. We there was a bump in how 
how much food, how much we talk about food, the cha- the lifestyle changes we were making about food was because of Michelle Obama's, um, I can't remember her campaign that she had moved or whatever it was. She, was, she had the garden and all that stuff. But anyhow, that now is such a big thing. Like you have what, um, I am Tabitha Smith on, um, on IG. She has a lot of great recipes and stuff that she's sharing as a black woman cooking vegan food, making it popular, making it, making it how we, how we used to eat before we were enslaved. We used to eat like really well. And mm-hmm. I feel like we have to do a better job as consumers, as recognizing the value in what's being marketed to us. Right. If it doesn't really look, really look if it's not going to really solve the problems of poverty, um, of, um, of all, all, all of the things that keep basically um, hold us back, poverty, the educational problems we have, the lack of funding, all these different things. One thing we have to be able to do is leverage the fact that everybody loves our culture mm-hmm. and we can change the lives. We can change lifestyles because people are everything that's happened right now is Afro was Afro beats. Um, <laughs> I remember when the way with reggae and the way that people were eating then back in the 90s, like. We have influence. We have the ability to make these changes if we want to. So I feel like just the exact same way that all these problems that have been um, plaguing us because they market, they market um, all of the stuff that Sharon was talking about. They market all this food and this, they know this food ain't, go, ain't, go, ain't good for us, but, but they still don't have any shame with putting it out there for people to buy it, to consume it. We got to be able to leverage the fact that people like black culture and black culture can actually be a healthy culture. So that's, that's really my take on how, how how we can solve this prison, this school to prison pipeline. I feel like it, it has to be reversed versus how we've been dealing with it. Cause now we've, now we're basically saying, okay, these are the problems, right? Like we've seen the patterns and how this society has worked against us. And I think now it has to be like, okay, so we know their hand. We know that what hand has been played against us. Now we got to play a, an even a, a higher hand. Yeah. And it goes back to, making sure we know who's running for this in our city and our town and our community. We make sure we know what they're about. What are they going to bring into the community? Because the crazy thing is when it comes to the money being allocated in our, our environment, in our communities, Mm -hmm. when you see that the prisons are getting newer books and new computers Mm. and the school system doesn't have, Mm. And mm. you have schools with asbestos that you're sending kids to still. You have kids that are falling ill to how the schools are not being maintained. But this prison is brand new. The prison got a brand new roof. They got new fences. Um, they just painted all of this stuff. That state tax paying dollars that is being sent there because of whoever's in office signing off on, yes, I would like this to go here and not there. So that tells us that the prisons are concerned with making more money and not concerned with preventing younger children growing up to have to come here. Mm -hmm. So there's a reason for everything. There's a reason why they're not pushing healthier options to your kids. There's a reason why they're not pushing, hey, instead of you go out this weekend or you work this weekend, how about you stay home and you get to know your kids and you get to know what their needs are. They are pushing, ignore your kids, never mind them, watch this TV, let them watch their tablet, let them watch this show, let them watch this fake reality TV and get all of this aggression and not know how to handle it and let them come outside. And let them not be around you. And let us arrest them and tell them that they have to admit to this crime here because they were in the area. And let's not tell them about their rights. And mm. and you didn't have enough time to teach your child about their rights. So they don't know. They're just signing on the dotted line. And yeah. now your child is doing 10 to 15 years for something they didn't do. Well, because ignorance, ignorance has been bliss in this country for so long when it comes down to our education system. Like, I didn't know this, uh, even on the ACLU, was basically saying that 16% of Black children are enrolled in public schools compared to 51% of Black children, I mean, of white children. And I'm like, how can people see that, know this, 
know what our school have the 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 shape in our of what our schools look like. I mean, there's still schools that have asbestos and the ceilings falling out, and mm-hmm. the there's mold in the school mm-hmm. and all these different things. And then expect for these kids not to be in a situation you're eating, you're consuming food that is has chemicals, it has drugs in it. That's that's making your ch- children, our children, addicts. And then they're in the place that's they're consuming the air. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. It, of course, it's going to produce. What happened in in, um, in um, Flint, Michigan? Yeah, all those kids that got the lead poisoning. They're like they're not. They're going to have edu- um, they're going to have um, learning disabilities. What is that? Uh, prison to uh, school to prison pipeline. They're going to be. Uh, they're not going to be able to um, hold jobs. So they're going to be impoverished. What is that? Now I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, but I'm saying there's know. a reality. Something, yeah. There's a reality in the situation, and you'll have a whole bunch of people talking about, you know, um, there's no point in talking about the past, or there's no point in bringing it up unless um, you're going to do something today to change it. And Mm -hmm. the reality of doing something today to change it means I can't do it alone. It means a bigger group of people, uh, a bigger community that's acknowledging that this is a problem, from all ethnicities, because if there's a whole bunch of Chinese restaurants in a predominantly black area or a Hispanic area or um, just any other ethnicity primarily lives here, but I want to put a Chinese restaurant here. Do you think they're coming back to shop at our grocery stores? Do you think they're coming back to shop at our businesses, use our car washes? No. They're going to close their stores and their shops. They're going to drive probably 45 plus minutes to an hour outside of our communities. And they're going to go home and they're going to spend their money in their communities and build up their communities and have us with food that's expired in a grocery store that they know our kids are going to buy because they're hungry. And that's the only option they have at this time of night because my mom is not home. My dad is not home. Yep. And, and this goes back to why for us, black folks, poor folks, wherever you fall in between, why we have to have a higher standard of human life, a high place, a higher value on human life. Because the truth is, is that these kids that we don't pay attention to today, they're going to be the kids that's out here tomorrow. This guy was 30 years old. He was an ex-con. Mm-hmm. He shot a 15-year-old in California. Now he's 30 years old. He's a young guy. Mm-hmm. He had a life to live. So he's now, so you know, he's, he, he's an ex-con. So he, you know he was in the school to prison pipeline. So he's cycling in the seats, becoming an adult. And here it is. Of course, I'm sure the community is pointing fingers, fingers, trying to say how this man should be executed. Yes, he probably should. But guess what? We could have saved him as a community 30 years ago. (laughs) If we had just changed, decided we're going to change our mindset about how we value the lives of those that are around us in our community. And there's not there the... I feel like we're not going to get to a place where we can actually really overcome some of these things until we decide that we have to look at the fact that we have to change our behaviors first and foremost. Parents have to know friends and all, all of our friends who I still have friends that I know today who just be like, oh, that's just mm, I can't do that. Mm-mm. Change my life. No, nah, I'm not ready for that. What? What you've been saying you know, like, for the last are, 10 years. All the people that are willing to go out of state or go out of the country to go to a doctor to fix their bodies because they don't want to do the work. They don't mm-hmm. want to change their diets. They don't want to work out. They don't want to um, treat themselves better, but they want to get fixed quick. Mm-hmm. And we can't rely on other people to fix the fact that our children don't know how to read or, or we don't have control over our child's behavior and we just let them do what they want because they always been like that. I don't want the first time my child is disciplined to be when they're 18 and they're outside of my house. So I do it now. Right. I don't want my first time that my child deals with authority or knows how to handle authority be after they're 18 and they're free to go outside of my household. I have to do it now. And it's all self-control that has to happen now. We have to have enough self-control to be like, yes, I see that I could go to this restaurant down the street I can go to Popeye's. 
I can go to the chicken and fish spot or I can just get me some oodle noodles because they're 25 cents a piece or 17 cents a piece. And I can just get this and eat this instead of spending all this money on food. But when it comes to my fit, oh, I have to have the new Jordans. When it comes to mm. my car, oh, it has to have rims on it. Yes, it mm. has a $500 car note, but I got the car. When it comes to the insurance, what's the lowest insurance I could get? Mm. Our priorities are messed up. It is. And think about it this way, too. All this, where some of this stuff, okay, let's just go beyond America for a moment. There's other countries where these people basically are enslaved. They're basically enslaved, making these sneakers, making their art, all these things that we love to consume in America. And I can't be totally against, I'm sitting there holding an iPhone in my hand, and I, have, I definitely have problems with iPhone. Right, and but we're here. Here we are. The reality is, we are where so we are. Reason why we have iPhones and children are the reason why we have a new iPhone coming out in November. E- exactly, exactly. And we don't realize that all. Just to your point about talk, talking about uh, just somebody wanting to go get a quick fix and go get their liposuction or their nose done, all this stuff. These uber rich people that the wives of these men that are own these companies, these CEOs, those children are over there in, being enslaved basically to help. And going to prison too, because in what is it, Philipp- Philippines or is it Indonesia? I think Philippines. The mm-hmm. president of the Philippines, he basically kills people who are on drugs. Drug dealers, they don't. There's no. You're not going to jail. You're not going to go to court. You're going to die, and that's it. And of course, they're already in an impoverished, in, a, in, a, in a living in poverty. So it's like you either do the crime so that you can feed your family like it's all a it's all a cycle of us just not valuing life enough so even in other countries they're helping to the late get the lady some life liposuction we're oh in our country helping these people get liposuction then turn back around or whatever else we're doing turn back around cutting our bodies up so we can li- live live and look up to them and they know they know that we that's how we operate yeah that's why they're able to do what they do so you know we I think when Occupy Wall Street happened, because I remember a lot of conversation was about, you know, I remember that's when I that's when I learned a lot more about GMOs and all kinds of stuff that that around that time. I feel like that was just the beginning of us talking about like the poor people's like um, the mission of the poor people. And this has been like a, a poor people's campaign. I think that's what they've been calling it from like the 50s. Like it's been going on for so long. I think now we the pandemic in a way has kind of enlightened us to be able to be more creative like we can slow down be more patient in building the things we're trying to build because mm-hmm. their lifestyle is instant gratification and it's been our lifestyle for a long time too but it don't have to be anymore but then you know like us that's we preach into the choir to, choir to some people because they're like uh-uh girl i know how i'm trying to get next week and it's like but then you're gonna get the belly like two months after that because you already don't have any good habits to maintain this thing yeah uh, what i would like to see as far as solutions is um more parents no matter what your ethnicity is because we all have poor people in all ethnicities to be more hands-on with your children um to pour into your yeah. kids and if you're co-parenting put your pride in your ego to the side and really like pour into your kids um, give them more options as to what they can do um, with their lifestyle. You don't have to just play sports. You don't have to work for somebody. Um, pour into the fact that, you know, if you don't want to go to college, what's a business you would like to start? What's mm-hmm. something you're really good at yes. now that I can pour into that way um, by the time my child is 18, maybe I might take $15,000 or $20,000 and start them an online store and, 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 and find a vendor on Alibaba and uh, have them sell products. Maybe yeah. if I have my own business right now, I would like to put my child on payroll, maybe stuffing envelopes or stapling papers and say that I pay them $12,000 for the year so I could get that tax credit and yes. I can more money in my household instead of having more money outside my household. Like there's so many things that we can be teaching our families and our kids right now as far as like tax credits and how can we keep more money in our household. And if I spend $200 on these shoes, 
what is that doing to bring in money in my household? Am I wearing these shoes for another company that's going to pay me for advertising their shoes? Or are they benefiting off of their shoes more than me? If I go out and get this car on this car note that I can't afford, can I afford the maintenance? Can I afford insurance? If not, just because I have $4,000 doesn't mean I need to buy a $4,000 vehicle. Maybe I should look for a vehicle that's $20,000 and then just figure out how I can pay off the rest. Like it's all in how you think and why you think about what you're doing. And yes, we did get a stimulus that we should have made a judgment on as to, okay, how can I use this money that they're giving me to bring in more income in my household? Can I start a business? What business would it be? How much money do I want to put it out? And am I going to triple it and double it back to come back in my household? If so, let me go take $100 of this stimulus and go start a business online and get certified and licensed by the state. That's $100. Okay, if I have a logo, how much is it going to cost for me to do this logo? Okay, $250 or $350. Let me pay the $350 I'm investing in myself. All that money you're going to get back because you're putting it into your business and it can be a tax write-off at the end of the year. We have to understand that we can't just use everything we got to get. We got to use a lot of what we get in order to throw it back out to get more coming in. People who are millionaires and billionaires have figured it out. And what it is is, I'm going to keep all my hard-earned cash and I'm going to figure out to use my business and my status to get a business credit card and I am going to use that instead of mess up my credit and I'm going to fund how I want to live in my lifestyle. And I'm going to get a credit card that has the benefits to fund when I fly out, oh, you think I'm paying for this plane? I'm not paying for this plane. My business is paying for this plane. You think I just purchased that Bentley? No, my biz- that's my business car. You think that house is my house? Mm-hmm. No, house is under my business, okay? So there's a lot of ways to put up a front, but if we don't know, we're not going to grow. If we yeah. stay in the illusion of I have to go out and buy a Gucci purse to look like I'm important, you're going to get stuck. Because a lot of these people that have Gucci purses, one, they're not real. Two, they're renting them. And three, (laughs) they didn't buy them. They were that shit for free. So we have to understand that the school to prison pipeline has a lot to do with not knowing better and not being able to do. Hey there, people. Hope you're enjoying the show. Don't forget to check out cozy womb shop okay the link is in the bio you can also reach the shop at www.whoisshan.com on cozy womb shop my thing that i'm going for right now in the t-shirts is good colors good fun colors for the kids for mom for dad unisex and some new mask and some new colors and i'm i'm focusing on spreading love and getting love okay So on there, find what you're into. I have stickers, I have hoodies, and I have mugs, okay? But we got to get into this new season of Cozy Moon Podcast while you enjoy your merch. Let's go. Here we go. Back to the show. Back to the show. Better and not in the positions to get better opportunities and not knowing who's in our communities making decisions that will fundamentally stall us out in society, stall our kids out in society. And if we keep repeating the same things and the same habits, nothing new is going to get done. We're always- And we have to challenge it. We we, we have to challenge everything that once was. Like everything that once was, it does, it, 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 it served us until it no longer did. And I will say as of 2020, all, none of those things served us anymore. We have to pay something better than what we've been doing. And I think the, the, the pillars of that has to be through culture, I'm sorry, sorry, through our uh, community, through culture, and also through our religious system, uh, religious temples, whatever, whatever, whatever people want to, uh, to go to in order to help manage morality 
I think it needs to be clearer than what it has been before. And it has to have a high value on people's lives because right now that the fact that all these, I mean, just five, five from what, February to March, 15 year olds were shot in the community and these kids were doing well in school. They were not going, they were not on the, in the path of the school to prison pipeline, but they died in their, in their community because of others who were on the path to the school to prison pipeline. So it's like, it's not, it's, it's us needing to pay attention to all of the children in our community and not just some of the children, the ones that are doing really well, but the ones who aren't doing well too. And asking questions like, you know, y'all all right. Y'all got some food, you know, if you see somebody struggling with a little bit of food, you got a little extra money to help out with some groceries in your community, help out some groceries in the community. It'll go far. That person will maybe if they have a little pride, maybe they won't like having to say thank you for it. But in the long run, they'll pay it forward. And I'm, I'm a, a, an example of many people who have helped me along the way, me and Kevin along the way. And there's so many things that I've learned as a result of people helping me that I'm when I have it, I can pay it forward. And I think yeah. that's something that we have to be consistent about too, is like just paying things, small things like that forward. When we see somebody doing something, it might be so different, maybe so, so left, so sideways. Like you, you ain't, you ain't getting a new car, that car. You've been driving that car for like 15 years. That car is about to break down. Why don't you use your stimulus to get a car, use a car? Because just like Shannon laid out, I'm, I'm getting ready to build a business. I want to build a small garden, fam, a family garden. And I want to be able to feed the community. Oh, that's what you're doing? Oh, okay. Girl, she got that car, right? And then what, two years later, that person got the whole garden. They got here, got a line, uh, got a smoothie shop with the, <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole city. Your reasons for what you do with what you have is not the reasons my neighbor is going to do with what they have or my mm-hmm. friend down the street is going to do with what they have. Figure out what your priorities are, right? Yes. And when it comes to our communities, if, if if I don't teach them or I don't think outside the box, then I'm going to watch people stall out. Yep. If I know better and I don't share the information, what good is it going to do me to hold on to something I already know? Mm-hmm. Why can't mm-hmm. I go tell somebody that doesn't know or is not aware of? If I have multiple coupons for an item I can only buy one time, what good is it going to serve me to hold on to this coupon that's going to expire today? Right. No, I'm going to put it on the shelf next to the item just yep. in case somebody wants to buy it. That way they go ahead and get that discount. It's about yes. not being selfish. It's about being selfless. Yes, yes. Okay? And that's the heart of it right there. We have to yes. think that. Yes. That and is so- it right there. Because they're not going to think about us. They do not They're think not about us. About, they're thinking that. <laughs> oh, they do. They think about us with the money they want to make, but they're not thinking yeah. about us in terms of our longevity, our our abilities for us to progress and have something and legacy. Like they're not thinking about any of that stuff. No, no. Oh, why? Why would we keep the Barnes and Noble open in this community? They don't really read. Let's close it and put a beauty supply mm. store. Let's keep the Barnes and Noble open over here in this area because the demographic they probably mm. like read. Like all of that is going into the way that they think. If you go into a certain area and all you see is package stores, that's what we call liquor stores in the South, and yeah. um, uh, chicken and fish spots. Um, you see. Uh, a whole bunch of gas stations with small shops in it and you see a lot of check cashing places but you can't find anywhere that sells salad bars you can't mm. find anywhere that has fresh fruit you can't mm. find anywhere that has a standard bank or a working atm that doesn't charge you ten dollars just to go in your own account and get your own money that's yeah. a whole bunch of people making decisions about a group of people and what they don't need because they're not going to use it and they have no use for it. Yeah. When in reality, we all need clean water. When in reality, yes. we all need um, healthy food. When in reality, we all should be having a good education. But there are people that feel like they are above us. They are better than us. They should have more and we should have less to teach people a lesson and what to aim for in life. And then you yeah. have a whole bunch of kids who are at an adult age with a child mindset that think, 
I have to find a quicker way to get it because if they want me to do it the right way, it's going to take me too long. And I need that instant gratification. And we're going to keep filling up these prisons with our young people that are wasting 30 to 40 years of their life and coming out with no opportunity. Yeah. And, and I think for many people who, the one thing that one, the one things, one of the things that I think we still have to leave behind us, if we're really going to shed all this weight is judgment for uh, against each other too because when it comes down to you're saying something right that's actually in it's tough love mm-hmm. right it's, it's almost like we don't we have lost the appreciation of having tough love in our community and as soon as you say something like we need to do this with our children don't do this do this oh why are you saying like that what you trying to say i'm a bad mother nobody's talking about you being a bad mother what we're saying is that the behaviors aren't great. Here's an alternative that's actually the better alternative. And until we actually put aside our own pride and whatever faults we feel like we have that we feel like is a burden to everybody else and just realize we're really all in a situation trying to figure out how to be better. But if you see somebody who's doing better and you see their kids look, you know, their kids look like they got their kids together, their family looks like they have it together, take that as a person who has, who's given you an opportunity to show you how they were able to do it and how you can imitate that, imitate it to a degree where it, you can mold it into your own life, customize it into your own life. But we're not, we have to be okay with, to your point, uh, if, if I have a garden and my garden flourishes, it shouldn't be a problem if, you know, I don't know what, what miles are, but let's say the city over, my friend who also wants a garden, get that girl in that city, build that garden, take care of that city in that garden. I'm going to do this over here too. Or let's band together. I mean, there's so many positive ways of, for us to do, to do better. And we have to learn how to get out of our way, especially when it comes down to the judgment. Because the judgment, I think, is the thing that also has been um, a roadblock, a roadblock for us because we're too proud and we're too proud for the wrong things. So that's mm-hmm. my little... A little piece, piece right there, and we'll jump into the messages, and then yep. summarize. Okay. The prison pipeline with food. Um, very familiar with the school, the prison pipeline, and the with food part. Uh, bring me to speed. Mm. You don't have to listen to this. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details beginning of this that's when we went over the food but thank you for your message damien um <clears throat> good afternoon ladies uh, i want to say i'm so glad to have come across the podcast that's talking about this um i don't know if this has been said uh, but my honest belief on uh, the type of food that we're feeding our children is a lot of it comes down to what they're drinking Mm-hmm. And in my household, I'm proud to say that we don't drink soda. Yes. And we do have natural juice, but it has to be 100%. But for the most part, it's water. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Either purified or filtered, but it's water. Because, in all honesty, that's the only way you know that you don't have any chemicals or anything that's 
not supposed to be in your system uh, that you're consuming it. So uh, I think making sure that we're hydrated properly plays a big role in how our children act and behave. Yes. Yes. Food is medicine. Yes, yes, yes. Yo, yo. Uh, I was just reading the title. I just got up in there. Uh, y'all talking about prison? Because... I didn't hear the end. He said, yeet. Right. Okay. You're talking about a lot of it and how the food that um, people feed their kids now are connected with their behavior in school and how that is a plus for people who have prisons and want to go ahead and fill it up and how, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we just got to get on top of that. So, yeah. Come on, Joe. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. You didn't make it. Homeschooling is the number one cause of genius. Guaranteed. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I hope that in this, whatever next hundred years that's that's here, that many, many more communities continue to build our own school. I think with the whole Republican plan of taking money away from public schools, I understand it to a degree, but I don't think that it was their job for them to make that decision. I feel like the people need to go and lobby the local governments or state, the state and house of our, of our, um, our, of our government, sorry, governorship, what have you. I'm not speaking right, but we need to basically petition them and say to them, give us back the money. We will then build our own schools. We will, you will see the results of it. Like we just need to break up what we, the system that we've had so far, because it just does not work. Yeah. The, cu- the curriculum no longer works for today's kids. And this constitution no longer works for today's citizens that are adults that are out here making adult decisions. So both of those things need to change because if you look at Montessori schools, mm-hmm. those kids excel 10 times better than any child that's in a predominantly private school or mm-hmm. public school with the same age children in the classroom. If you have 12 kids in your class and they range from ages five to 12 years old and they're all helping teach each other how to problem solve and how we can use arithmetic and uh, reading and writing in order to solve our problems and how to talk to each other your kids are going to learn on a different level yeah yeah it's mm. you know what the one thing I will say before I get to the next message is that I know, to your point earlier, you were saying that people ask, you know, what are we going to do about it? Ideas, conversation leads to doing. Mm-hmm. It leads to us supporting and saying, okay, instead of me, like, I know this year, what we're going to start doing is if, if we can, if we can get, uh, buy things in bulk that don't mm-hmm. have a lot of, cont- that don't have uh, a lot of um, contain like container material, or we yeah. can take make uh, get glass jars to go to places. I don't care about the drive an hour to go get it. We can go take the trip and go drive and go find a grocery store that's, that um, does not package. That you have to bring your own jars. That's something, that's a commitment that I'm making this year for me to, to reduce my footprint. And I'll, I've, I've learned that because of someone else. Just seeing somebody else do it. Like, oh, I didn't think about that. I never saw, I never imagined that I can do something like that to help. Right. Um, mm. talking about different food choices we can make. Maybe I'm not full vegan, but I eat a lot less meat. You know, I eat a, a more vegetables. All of that became because I saw somebody else. I imitated what I saw somebody else do. That was something that I thought was favorable to my, my mind and body and spirit. So, yeah. you know, it just goes to um, people not realizing that an idea is what causes the, our feet to move and our hands to work and for us to see manifestation. So, I'm glad that everybody's, I'm glad you had this topic. It's really um, important for us to keep as moms talking about it. I think people need to wake up to uh, population control is a real thing and population, what would I call it? Population distribution is a real thing. So when you go to school, there's, I think it's already an expectation of those students. Some are going to be in jail. Some are going to be in construction, tech, whatever, whatever, but there is a systematic mm. distribution system as far as our population, and I think we mm. need, do need to address those things. That's that, yeah, we do. We need to allow people to curate 
what our gifts are and be able to see it for what it is and for us to be able to benefit from our own gifts and talents without having to do this thing that, they, that they've done. They basically put us in boxes and told us that this is what you go to school to do and this is what you're going to do when you're an adult. We don't care what other things, I don't care if you like to do ballet, I don't care if you know how to do some kind of magical trick, you're going to be a plumber. <laughs> it's like, well, what if my magical trick uh, teaches something, you know, like we just mm, break, we gotta break through that. This is why when um, successful black businessmen talk about what their teacher told them when they were seven what their teacher told them when they were 10 and in the classroom that you weren't going to be nothing you were going to be this or you're going to be dead by such and such because there's kids out here right now who are being told they're not going to be anything or they probably won't make it and so Mm. we keep hearing those stories and today's kids keep hearing those stories of how people already spoke upon defeat to successful men who are billionaires to successful women who've been to outer space and have their own businesses, their own banks, their yeah. own food chains. We need to hear more of those stories because yes. people will speak defeat upon your child who is very bright, who is very intelligent, and mm. they will completely bury their passions behind that. Yes. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. One thing I think the schools really need to focus on, especially African-American schools and minority schools, is the implement, the implementation of shop class again. Just reintroducing shop class, reintroducing um, just like physical technology, uh, automo- uh, automotive, just everything as far as working with your hands. Because the reality is, is that um, you know, being in an office and all that stuff isn't for everybody. And right. our schools are set up just for people to be in an office, really. And then everybody else has to defend for themselves. That's why we always look down on the janitors. We always look down on everybody else except for the people making a lot of money. But we need to implement basic, um, uh, just basic, uh, what's the word? labor skills construction skills for for people so we have options and it's good work in that and good money mm-hmm. yeah so true and now uh as we stand as african americans the only ones that really have a good sense of uh skills uh labor skills is you know uh, ones whose father and grandfather kind of taught them the skills or mm-hmm. those who went to jail and learned the skill in jail and came out and you know done their thing and i've seen both sides so you know but there is a lack of african-american hands and african-american bodies in in building you know uh continuing to build this country and i think there's a there is a there's a value in that there's value in that and I think that's that's the one thing in school that we are missing it's just that just uh, you know being real the realism everybody's not going to go to college everybody's not going to you know be into books in the office and doing all that shit let's keep it real yeah it's true I agree I agree same with same thing here in Canada wherever you may be okay thank you for agreeing yeah we're we're we are we are in the pr- process of building anew, and mm-hmm. in order to come out of what we've been into, I mean the, the just the the sheer numbers of just how how far our communities are from each other, how segregated our communities are from each other, and how much oppression still 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 befalls our community. But I yeah. feel like this is a unique time for us to think about our money differently. So that these yeah. statistics, these numbers don't mean anything anymore, that they don't have that power and control over us. Um, but that that's, again, just to conclude, like my biggest thing is community, culture, and religion. And those three things have to be something that's central to how we progress. Um, because I think that's how they've been able to destroy us in the past. Um, mm-hmm. They've taken advantage of our culture. <laughs> they leverage our culture, so we should make sure. They go. If you're gonna leverage our culture, you're gonna leverage it the way that we that we make tell you that it's cool. We're the ones that tell you. We're the ones that tell you about the, the, the stuff that we like. You can leverage that after we make it right. 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 Religion. They, they've t- uh, taken that identity too. 
well, we have, we have, we've always had pathways to be able to solve our problems. We'll also make sure that that's uh, something that you leverage as part of the culture because you're going to want to be a part of it too. And the community, well, look at what happens when we start talking about buying black. Everybody want to be a part. Hey, what about why are you going to try to integrate? Why are you going to try to do all these different things to, to, to keep us excluded? We're not trying to exclude anybody. We're simply just looking at within and saying that we've seen the patterns. We understand what it has done to our communities. And we're saying that we have, we're clever enough We've been clever because we've survived this long. We were clever enough to do something differently that hasn't been done before, or at least to be more aggressive about it and be more serious about seeing those things manifest. So kick it back every to you, Shan. Culture, every culture and ethnicity has never been questioned about why they only have their own store. Mm. You have your right own people in this shopping market. You only have your own people in these banks. You only mm-hmm. have your own people as realtors in this community, except for Black people. We are always mm-hmm. questioned. Our businesses are, have always been burnt down. Our mm-hmm. schools have always been burnt down. Our our, mm-hmm. our churches and our places of worship and mm-hmm. creation have always been destroyed. We are the only culture that gets questioned about why are you taking it back to being segregated. No mm-hmm. other community and place and, and, and people are questioned and we have to keep going against that grain. We have to bring back ownership and, 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 and the okayness of being independent. This government system have kept so many people, brilliant people, intelligent people, very dependent on the fact that I can't make more than 25K or they'll take my food stamps. I can't make more than 25K or they'll take my SSI. I can't make more than this or they'll do this and I won't have this. And then I would have to do this. Stop being scared of doing it yourself. Stop being scared of pouring into yourself Stop waiting for a government to come rescue you and do it yourself because the reality is you cannot create a lifestyle that is worth living on 25K a year. You cannot create a lifestyle that is worth living on 35K a year. You need to be making at least 75 or better a year to be comfortable in 2021 in the United States. And if you are not making that, you are considered poor. This stimulus this um this uh credit this tax credit that they introduce now if you are making under i think 150k a year you're the only group of people that can get it that tells mm. me that there's a lot of fucking people making over 150k a year so mm. if i'm not making that in my mind i am considered poor class or I'm poor Mm-mm-mm. so just reach I'm not telling yeah. you to quit on yourself. I'm not telling you to gamble your life. I'm telling you to find your passion, own it, uh, start your business, and reach, and stop letting a government cap you on what you can and you cannot have. Yeah. Or even defining what is poverty. Because that's another thing, too. That's a little trick that they've been doing, too. Oh, you're poor if you don't have... What if, what if I want to live as, as a minimalist and be okay with just having enough what, why, why isn't enough enough? Why do you have to keep t- putting these things in front of all these commodities in front of me that really are nothing, worth nothing? All they do is, ca- is cause more trash. Right. Why do you put these things in front of me? So I, that's another thing, too. I think that the vanity that this society has been uh, has pushed in front of us to um, to celebrate greed. And that's how our economy works right now is every to a degree. Well, mostly um, that greed is good. I feel like at the same time, we have to just redefine what poverty means because they can't keep, they do this in Africa all the time too. They're like, they're so impoverished and look at the people don't have any shoes. And listen, if the people have running water and they're eating clean food and they're not having an obesity problem with diabetes and all that stuff, I consider that to be wealthy because they got good health. Maybe a little couple, you know, maybe yes, they have to deal with some diseases, but everybody has to deal with diseases in this world. But the fact that they single out Black um, Africans as if they have these unique diseases and the reason why they're starving is because of, they're starving because of greed or because of, of people have leveraged the, those, um, their, their leaders or supposed leaders. So I think that we have to really define what, what is poverty now? Because they've been telling us this is one thing um, and making us chase and commit all these crimes and they've got all these kids going to prison because they're still in shoes and they're murdering each other. So goddamn, I mean, it's, it, excuse poverty, me, it is a mess. 
poverty is in the mind because if you think about what you have and how much money you spent on it and how many times you actually use it or do you really put it on or do you really use that do you really need that do i need five tvs in my house or do i only need one do i yes. even have five tvs why am i paying five hundred dollars a month for cable why am i paying for all of these yes. appliances and i don't need them oh everybody has a deep fryer you should get a deep fryer why should i get a deep fryer there's mm. a reason why mm. companies bombard your email with at least 70 emails on Monday morning. Mm -hmm. There is a reason why they hit you up with discounts and they want your, your, your email and they want your text messages. There's a reason why stores are asking, do you want this receipt emailed to you or do you want it printed? I want my receipt printed because if I give you my email, that's for you to send me more information. There is a reason why you are um, targeted at the place you are targeted for. There are reason, reasons why when you go to Walmart and you only want one thing, you come out with 15 things. And there is a reason why those cable people are in Walmart asking you how much do you pay for cable or your wireless provider. Be smart. Mm. And be surrounded by people who want to elevate themselves. And if people around you don't want to elevate themselves, people around you don't take care of their kids, people around you are doing crimes to get ahead, but next year you see them in the same position, that's not it. Yeah. Yep. We have to, I'm telling you, we got, we, it's time for us to, everything we thought, it, we can clearly see it don't work. It works for some people, but it don't work for all the people. And if it don't work for all the people, it got to go. That's a fact. But thank you, E-Ruth, for doing this with me. Thank you. We got with three? Huh? No, I was saying, I didn't mean to cut you off. I said, yeah, we got three. And you were saying it was most. Oh, yes. It, 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 was, it was good. It was mostly needed. Um, yes. I know a lot of people that came through and uh, commented they know about it. Um, yes. I just want to inform the people that don't. And I want to keep talking about it until people see that, yes. oh, okay, we can't push this anymore because they know they're onto us now. And um, when you go to the grocery store, just be mindful. Be yeah. mindful of what you buy, why you buy it, um, what products are pushed at the register, what products are not shown. Um, why you have to ask someone that works at the store for something that's healthier and it's not pushed in front of your face, there's a reason. And if there's a mom and pop store that's selling fruit or somebody's selling fruit from their garden or a fruit stand or vegetables, go out your way and go support them. Because if you don't support them, they're going to think they're not needed and they're going to disappear. And then you're going to wonder why you don't have that option anymore. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I do I agree we definitely need to keep having the conversation we definitely need to keep talking about the layers of it and that's how we're going to change this and be a part of the change too so thank you girl I'm going to play these messages and then we got to get out of here yes hey um what's up everybody uh, I'm new to this app uh, oh, God. the first time I've done anything so hopefully I'm doing something right I just <laughs> came across your conversation I think it's wonderful uh, that this platform is uh, provides space for people like you to talk about these concerns. Uh, as a teacher myself, um, it's something that we concentrate on emotional intelligence, emotional uh -huh. balance uh, through levels of high school, because that's when everything changes. So concentrating yeah. on that for students is something that I do. Uh, in classes like influences and talking about influences, healthy influences and unhealthy influences is something that we try to uh, concentrate on in some of the lectures that we do. So, um, hey man, it's wonderful to meet all your bless y'all. Thank you for absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We need teachers. We love teachers. Thank you. Out the box education is where it's at. Mm, 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 mm. Hey, and real talk, I just on some real talk. If there was a McDowell's, we need to support the McDowell's <laughs> and leave McDonald's alone. It's all about the the, the the transferring the money and all that stuff. We need to focus on that for real. <laughs> I agree. Let's make it a healthy McDowell's. 
<laughs> Good point. She gets the pod. It's 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 a it's a it's a fear of success. I think yeah. in some kind of way. I think we've always. I think that's been indoctrinated in our minds for years and years and years as, as black people. Just the fear of success, the fear of the jealousy, the fear of just being in that level, you know. So yeah, the whole. I don't want to make this much or I don't want to make that much, but not having the mindset or the, the goal to make, you know what, I can make $100,000 and not have to, yeah, I'm going to spend all the money on food and the, the government's not going to help me, but I'm going to have enough for that. And yes. yeah, we, we do need to get out of that mindset of being independent because, you know, once, once, you know, once we're always, you know, uh, grabbing and grabbing and asking for the government, they'll always have that power over us. Yes. It's when we boycott, right? stand up for ourselves and, and, and make our own moves, that's when the government will move into our favor. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We're definitely armed with knowledge and iron. They can't come and do the fair stuff they used to do and burn down things. That's why we were scared to scared to have any success for all these years. Not no more. But thank uh, you, babe. Facts. Thank you, Eru, for doing this thank show. Thank you. You're welcome. Hope you enjoy your um Sunday. My birds are outside are definitely in Enjoying their seeds. Yes. I've been watching them while we've been recording. Um, I'm about to go cook my Sunday dinner and uh, edit. Yes. Because I've been a pirate. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back to my J-O-B. And I will see y'all. We'll see y'all on the other side. We'll look out for us again. We'll have other shows. And she gets a pod is the girl, the gal. Love you, lady. Have a good day, too. Love you, too. Bye. 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 Bye.